Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! All right. We're here. We got Carlos Cipolla. Uh, did I say your name correctly? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's pretty good right off the jump. It was good, um, right off the bat. A lot of people get it wrong, but you didn't. Thank um, you. I, I do my best, man. I try and do it for a living. I'm yes, uh, not the best. I always mess up the 765 guys, but maybe that's because of my name, I guess. So, um, man, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on about the Internet and about your the gym that you're at, leaving gyms and – there's all kinds of stuff going on. So, uh, like, people reached out to me. People reached out to the place you're at. Obviously, you posted all about it. So, uh, when I hear a bunch of stuff like this and people start messaging me, I'm like, man, I need to uh, I need to get you on and, and do something about it. So, uh, I'm going to open up this platform so that we can uh, have a discussion about what we got going on. Yes, sir. And just let me start off by saying I'm very happy that you reached out to me, you and Raymond. And because there's a lot of assumptions going on right now, um, a lot of people don't actually know what's going on. And I honestly don't feel like they need to know what's going on. I feel that it's personal business between myself and others. But uh, people want to know, and uh, I want to clear the air. And I'd like to tell my side of the story because uh, not really a story, but I like to tell my side and uh, just clear the air a little bit and let set everybody's mind at ease, so to speak. All right, I like the sound of that. Um, so I want to start back at WNY. Um, this is the first time I really I heard about you. I I saw like the explosion that happened there. I know you're going through like a tough time in life, and uh, we all have like like everyone's a different person every day. You know what I mean? Like no one's all bad or all good. And I know you're outside there, and you wanted to fight the people in there. How does that happen? What 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 went wrong? What like? Can you walk me through that first of all? I can walk you through it a little bit. I um I was training at Western New York MMA for a little while, actually a few years off and on. First couple of years were inconsistent. I had some stuff going on, um, personal stuff. I also had work, so it was kind of hard for me to uh, train, uh, jujitsu, Muay Thai weight train and work at the same time, you know, I didn't getting kind of exhausted. So the first, the first like year was not very consistent, but I started getting consistent after that. Finally got my schedule figured out. Uh, was doing jujitsu and uh, hitting pads with uh, Sean Felton, Superfly, who's a really nice guy, by the way. Um, and, uh, you know, things happen uh, in the gym. There's a lot of misunderstandings. There's a lot of politics, by the way, uh, in the gym. Um, you know, I, I was really trying to be a part of their fight team. And uh, when I started working hard consistently and, you know, um, I did it. They have their own fight team. They have their they have their favorites, favorites, so to speak, which they do. They have people who they pay a little more attention to than others. Right. Um, and I always expressed myself. I said, hey, listen, I know I can do this. I might be 40 in my 40s, 48, 47, 48, 49 years old, whatever. But. I'm fully capable of, of doing what's asked of me. And I've expressed myself a few times. I was put to the wayside and kind of like turned a blind eye to, I guess, so to speak as well. And um, so that, well, 
that really kind of bothered me at first, but I said, you know something, hey, let me just start training. Let me just be consistent. Let me just keep on doing it. And eventually they'll see me, you know, they'll see me. Um, but they never did. Uh, so a couple things had happened. I had a, uh, I had a little to do with uh, Ayanna Tremont and um, uh, her husband. I forget his name. Uh, Tommy Neff. Yeah, Tommy Neff, the other owner of the gym. And um, uh, it all kind of started at the beginning when uh, they were shooting some thing in the back when they had the weight room in the back uh, for they were shooting videos or something like that, which I wasn't made aware of until I went into the back after jujitsu class to do my weight training. And I was in there. They come in. Ayanna and her son, I guess, come in to do a video. And I'm already in the middle of training, and you, they say, you can't be in here. You got to get out. <laughs> so right then and there was kind of a shock to me. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I said, why do I have to leave? Oh, because we're shooting a video for – I said, well, I was going to say something, but then I said, okay, not a problem. I walked out. So that was that. And then it happened again a week later. I was the same, same situation. After jujitsu class, in the back training, doing my weights, they came in. Oh, you can't be in here while we're shooting a video. And I said, you know, this is the second week in a row. I said, what am I, then why am I here? Then what am I paying for? You know, I'm paying money uh, for you to come in and tell me that I can't do what I need to do to get better. You know? Um, <laughs> so I walked out and I said, and I walked by and I said, you know, this is bullshit, which is exactly what I said. And Walking up towards the front, I grabbed my bag, grabbed my gym equipment. I was walking up towards the front desk, and Ayanna and her son followed me all the way up front, all the way up front, okay? Um, you're pathetic. You're this. You're that. Uh, you know, calling me out of, out of my name, saying different stuff, and I turned around, and I just said, um, and I looked at Harrison, the gym manager, and Sean came running over, got in between. I didn't do anything, but they were – I didn't even say anything or yell, but this is one of the first incidences, right? Um, and all of a sudden, it was my fault. Um, it was my fault. Even though I didn't say anything, I didn't yell. They were the one pointing fingers in my face. She was literally in, in my face. You're fucking pathetic. You're this, you're that. I'm like, oh, I'm pathetic because I want to train? Really? Um, so then five minutes after that, uh, Mike Dubenhauer calls me in his office and I go in there with Sean, Sean Felton. And, uh, we started talking, talked about the whole incident and basically it was all one-sided. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming, which I probably shouldn't do that. It was because Ayanna has been training there, her husband's, you know, Tommy, this and that. And so all of a sudden it's like, you know, being like ganged up upon. Right. So, um, that was that. So I got kicked out of the gym for a little while after that, for just for that little simple incident. And it was for like three or four weeks. I don't really like to take off time training because in that three or four weeks, I could have been doing something to better myself, you know? And uh, finally, I called, I called, I called, you know, kind of come back, da, da, da. Oh, Carlos, we don't know. Finally, they called us and I come back and train. So I came back and I started training again. Um, then there was kind of, after that incident, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, 
professor, uh, I was kind of, I felt different. I felt different every time I walked through those doors. Um, you know, it, it, I, I had a little anxiety. I just wasn't, I wasn't at ease. It didn't feel right for me there. And um, so basically I was, tra uh, the one day I was training again, this is, uh, this is after the incident, a few months after the incident, I was still training at Western New York MMA. I was, uh, it was after class, I was putting in extra work. I was hitting the heavy bag and uh, they just had done boxing class and they were all walking out the front door. I was over by the heavy bag, hitting the heavy bag. And you know, you know how you're getting, there was really nobody in the gym. It was just me and Sean and the two other people after everybody left uh, from boxing class. And I had my headphones in and I'm hitting the bag, you know, doing my thing. And uh, the round was over and I just went and I, and I yelled. I yelled, you know what I mean? Just because I was amped up. It wasn't at anybody specific because there was nobody around. There was nobody there, right? Um, just amped up, you know what I mean? In my own thoughts, just, you know. Um, and the next thing I know, like literally 15 seconds later, I have Tommy over by me trying to be like, get my attention, hey, da da da, getting in my face. I'm like, I'm pacing back and forth in between the round, trying to catch my breath, trying to get my heart rate down. And uh, I just looked at him. And I'm thinking to myself, what does this guy want? Like, what, what do you really want right now? And um, he persisted. He persisted for like 30, 40 seconds. Um, and finally, I just looked at him and I took my head out. I said, I said, what's up, man? I said, what do you want? He goes, what are you yelling for? And uh, I really kind of didn't, didn't hear, have, an, have, like, kind of have an answer. I said, I'm training here. I said, don't you see that I don't want to be bothered? I said, you were, you've been standing here for 30, 40 seconds trying to get my attention. Uh, but after like the first five, 10 seconds and I didn't answer you, I had my headphones in. Don't you think that that would have been a good time to like maybe just like, you know, say, hey, this guy's hitting the bag. He may be a little amped up. Maybe not that him, maybe I shouldn't bother him right now. But you felt the need because to bother me so bad that you just wanted to know why I was yelling for. Okay. So that kind of set me off a little bit. And uh, I, uh, I uh, actually, it was, I actually hold myself accountable for that incident. I really do. Um, I was, I mean, I was in, I mean, he could have just um, let me be. However, um, me seeing that he wasn't going to let me be, I could have been a little more cordial about it. Um, even though my emotions were high and I was amped up and I was hitting the bag, you know how it is when you're training, you know what I mean? Mm. And, and uh, I told him, I said, uh, I asked him, I didn't ask him. I told him, I said, I said, just get the fuck away from me. I said, I'm training. I'm trying to train here. You know what I mean? And that started the whole thing. Um, and, uh, he like looked at me and he laughed. He goes, Oh, you're a tough guy, huh? And that really set me off after that. Like, you didn't really need to say that. You could have just, you know, you see, I didn't want to be bothered, but you had to throw them little two cents in to try to get it maybe like a rise out of me, maybe. It's like, oh, so you're a tough guy, huh? And I, and I, you know, I could have just walked away and not said anything, but I turned around, I turned around and I looked at him and I said, yeah. I said, you know something? I am pretty, pretty tough. And I said, and I told him, I said, and I kind of took it a little too far. I said, yeah, and if you want to find out how tough I am, there's a parking lot right out there. We can go right outside right now. And that's what I said. And that was the end of it. They walked out.
which is what they were doing anyways. They were after boxing class. I don't know why they just didn't continue walking out the door. But they heard me yell and decided to turn around and come back and see what was going on. So that was that first incident. That was it. And I, I hold myself accountable for that. I was emotional. I was hitting the heavy bag. And I allowed myself to go to a place where I never should have went. Okay. So I take full accountability for that. Um, Do you mind if I uh, just interject in here real quick? No, absolutely not. You go, you go right ahead. This is your show. So, like, I can definitely understand what Tommy – I go back a long way with Tommy. And uh, me and Tommy are pretty tight. He was one of my coaches when I was fighting too. Um, and so – I can, you get really amped up, right? Like um, different people work out different ways. And I understand how you get amped up. And I understand how you uh, saying this is BS to Ayana can be misinterpreted by her as like very aggressive. Uh, because I watch how you talk, like it's not like that you're being aggressive. It's just that's the way you express yourself, right? Like I, I don't necessarily think that you're like that most aggressive person but you do express yourself like i watch your videos i watch you work out for a long time and like uh you remember when butch messaged you he's like oh, i want to fight that guy he didn't realize how big you were but like he did a real respect oh yeah yeah oh butch butch chadwick right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah butch is a great guy i like butch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like he's like man i want to fight that guy he looks so intense all the time you know like you're definitely an intense guy like it's intense enough on your social media that that people um, recognize that, right? But um, some women are going to be not okay with that kind of a, a level of aggression, you know what I mean? And then like anyone's going to stand up for their woman and you know, you're Ayana and Tommy are together, so when that happens and he hears you yelling again, he's going to go back and see what's up. Probably like people looked at him like, man, what's going on with this crazy guy? You know, like not everyone trains as intense as you do. Like it's a pretty rare thing to have intensity training like that. Like Especially at, especially at 49 years old, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but I, I mean, like, it, if I hear someone yelling at the gym, I'm going to go, by, like, what the fuck's going on, man? Like, why, why are you yelling? You know, like, you got something going on? Like, because you, you don't know. Like, you could, you could be having, like, a terrible day and want to hurt somebody. Well, you know? Exactly. I mean, I understand that, but I was literally the only one there. Like, the gym had cleared out. Everybody was gone. It was, I think it was Kate was there and Sean, and I was the only one in there. Right. I, 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 I was the only one there. So, I mean, but, you know, but, he, but but I get it. I get it. I know. I get exactly what you're saying, though. As an owner, I'm going to be like, man, what if this guy punched a hole in the wall? I go fix that shit. You know, like, like that. I mean, that's what I would be thinking as an owner. Oh, fat. Like, I own a gym, too. That's what I'd be thinking. I'd be like, man, I better, like, make sure this guy's all right. And then, like, if you blew me off like that after you yelled at my girl, like, I'd probably be mad like Tommy was, too. You know, like, so I just want to, like. No, like, I, understand I, understand. Side, I understand their side too. I just yeah. want to like make sure. You know, you know, Caveman, I, I understand the situation. I just, I think that we all could have done a little bit better, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? I think we all could have done a little better. I think we all could have, because I don't, I don't really believe it's just one person's at fault. One person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe you're, it was you're just a misunderstanding and it was, we all could have done a little bit better in the, in the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel Definitely. pretty disrespected as owner too. If you came up like, get the fuck out of my face, you know, like I was like, man, I own this place. Like, what do you tell me? Well, I didn't something? do that. I, well, I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that. Oh, I, I thought that's that. what you said when, like, when you took the headphones off. What you said? Oh no, you know, when I, I no, when I took the headphones off, uh, I said, what well, I said, I said, what do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then because like, why are you yelling for? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but I get it. I understand. No, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, say anything out of character or curse anything like that. Um, 
until I felt disrespected about the tough guy comment. You know what I okay. mean? So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I miss, I misconstrued the uh, chain of events in my head. I'm sorry. Okay. But, um, I would still be, I, I understand Tommy's actions too. And then what happened after that? Um, well, there was an incident, uh, about, uh, one of their fighters. I'm not, listen, this, this to me is, I'm, I'm glad I'm on your show. I, I, I'm glad I get a chance to clear the air, but to me, this is all water under the bridge. Like, I don't even really like, this is nothing to me. You know what I mean? I've moved on. I'm, I'm bettering my life. I'm on a, um, a total pursuit of, uh, of, of bettering myself spiritually, mentally, and physically. Um, and, uh, but I'm going to get into it and I'm going to let you know that one of their fighters actually got to me on, uh, on uh, social media and was talking something about me. And I said, you know something? Cause I lived, I lived right down the street on Hurdle Avenue at the time. And uh, I was only like two minutes away from the gym. And I said, well, Hey, listen, I'm right down the street. And I wasn't training there at the time. I was already gone. So, they they felt the need to to uh, talk shit about me on social media. So I said, listen. I messaged them. I said, listen. I said I'm right down the street. I said you don't have to talk to me about social media. Uh, talk to me on social media. I'd come right down there to the gym, and uh, you know you could talk to me across the street in the parking lot. That's how I am, really. You know what I mean? I you know I I I, I I'm I kind of. I kind of take things personally a little too much. I think maybe, um, I guess, <laughs> I guess, you know, I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I, uh, but I get it. And, um, but he said something he shouldn't have. So I showed up at the gym and I walked in the gym. Um, and he was there hitting the, hitting the bag. I said, Hey, listen, I'm here. You were talking about me. So, you know, the parking lot's right across the street. You know, and um, that was it. That was pretty much it. Kate came running over. A couple of people came running over. Carlos, get out here. What's going on? I said, well, hey, if you don't want me to show up here, then why don't you tell your fighters from the fight team to keep my name out of their mouth? Because I'm not saying anything about you guys right now. You know, so that was that. Incident. And I went and I went and I did. I was across the street in the parking lot and I waited. I waited for somebody to come out. I remember you post those videos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, they came across, and then these two people came out, and da, da, da. And I was waiting for them to come across the street, to be honest with you. I was really amped up. I was really ticked off that they felt the need to, you know, um, talk shit about me on social media. And it was really, yeah, it, it, it upset me. So that right there, I take full accountability for, and I let my emotions get the better of me when I should have just said, hey, you know something? They're just words, whatever. Uh, but I, I did feel disrespected. I felt disrespected because you wouldn't dare say that to me when I was training there. You wouldn't dare walk over to me and say something like that to me when I was in the gym right there. But after I leave and after I'm not training there anymore, then you want to go and talk behind my back and on social media and do all this other stuff. So that was that. And yeah, uh, like I said, we all could have done a little bit better. You know what I mean? There was nobody really – I really don't think there was not one person at fault. I fought myself for allowing myself to get drawn into something like that, you know. And um, – but, yeah, uh, that's that's that was that incident. And, that, and, and, you know, 
that's it. And it is what it is. It was a long time ago, and I don't even think about these people anymore, really. Um, however, there has been I, – uh, well, I'm going to let you ask the question, so you do the house, so, so, so you go right ahead. Um, I, I have uh, more advice than I have a, a question, really. I'm going to tell you, uh, if you're going to be in a sport, people are going to talk shit about you online all the time. And, um, like, I don't know if you – been following me with the 765 guys and like all the other people like people talk shit all the time and uh like a lot of times you just can't go punch everyone in the face we can't be like silent bob and jay and like fly around are you uh uh boy box 1327 yeah did you say this and then like beat him up like (laughs) can't fly across the country beating the shit out of everyone else um but what i mean what do what are you going to do? You know, I, sometimes you have to take that with a grain of salt and just let that pass by, especially yeah. if you're not in there, man. You know, I should, have, I should have, you want to know why? Because those incidences and things like that have given people a uh, kind of a, a different idea about who I am. Cause that's not really who I am. Um, I can get to that point, but it takes a lot for me to get to that point. It takes somebody to do something really bad and disrespect me. Um, However, I'm doing, you know, right now I'm, 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 I'm working on a lot of things because I, because like you said, people, people talk shit, right? So I, I get it now and I understand. So right now I'm just learning to laugh and take it with a grain of salt and uh, be like, okay, you know, if you ever see me in the cage or see me on the mats, you'll find out. Let me just keep my mouth shut now and let my, let my, you know, let my uh, training and my physicality do the talking. Yeah. The best part of the sport is like, if we're in it long enough and, we can stay in a gym. Like people are going to know who we are. Like we get to represent ourselves on the mat and like, there's no better like way to get even than just go out there and win and win and win and beat everybody. You yeah. know? And like, and that's where I'm at right now. That's yeah. exactly where I'm at right now. Yep. That's, that's the way to make your mark. Yeah. When, they, when you get that's where I'm, like, God, I'm sorry. I don't No, No, I was going to say, you know, that's where I'm at right now. I can show you better than I can tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, man, nothing but bad things happen. Um, uh, I'll, I'll just skip over, but I know you had a lot of other personal stuff that you, uh, you took accountability for too. And I, I know it seems like you were going through a, a really hard stretch of time during that time period as well. So yeah, I just, well, I just, I just, uh, separated and divorced from my wife of five and a half years. And, uh, my wife, or I'm sorry, my, um, my mother right now is fighting for her life. She has, she's 91 years old. She has blood cancer and she's home right now. Um, uh, we have 24 hour care. So, you know, uh, and the writing's on the wall there. It's not going to be that long um, for her, but she's fighting. She's a fighter just like me. And uh, kind of just kind of trying to weather a storm right now a little bit with these emotions that are going on. I'm kind of, you know, I already lost my wife and my mother. It's going to be like I'm losing the uh, two most important women in my life right now. You know what I mean? It hurts. It hurts. And um, I've been trying to, to do a little soul searching and, um, you know, just uh, trying to figure things out because life will throw you curveballs. It will. And no, I'm there, man. I and understand. And it, and it really doesn't matter what happens. It's how you react to what happens is, what I'm, is, is the lesson I'm learning. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at. Uh, you know, listen, I, uh, I, I'm all about training. That's all I do is train. I train. I, I, uh, whether it be martial arts, weight training, cardio, 
probably don't do as much cardio as I should, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, before the tournament. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, I'm trying, I, I, I've definitely been, uh, I'm getting my win back. It's slowly coming slowly, but surely, but I, um, you know, so that's where I'm at in life. I'm, you know, I, I realize I make mistakes, but I'm old enough now at 49 to realize the mistakes I made. And when I do make a mistake, I try to fix it as soon as possible. I don't wait, you know, because that just only, if you wait, it only makes the situation worse. So, um, yeah. And like I said, um, all the incidences and people have seen me, they haven't really had a chance to see the good guy. You know, they've always seen, like you said, the crazy guy. Who's that crazy guy yelling? Who's that crazy guy that wants to fight everybody? Who's this and who's that? You know, but they don't really understand that there was something behind that. I don't just act that way for no reason. Okay. There's something that triggers me and there's something that sets me off. However, I'm realizing now to not let my emotions, not act on my emotions, because when you act on your emotions, bad things happen. Okay. I'm trying to use my wise mind now, think things through. And hey, listen, if I do this, does this have a consequence? If I do this, does this have a consequence? And I've never really thought about that before in the past. I've had a, you know, I've had a troubled past. I've I've been to prison. I've been through all this stuff. You're looking at a homeless. A former homeless crackhead right here. I've made it out of a lot of things. I've had people die in my arms from overdoses. Uh, you know, I was a, uh, for a long time. Now I'm going back a long time, uh, Professor Jeff. I'm going back to my 20s and my 30s. But I've, you know, I, I used to do dirt on the west side all the time. I lived downtown on the east side. I've lived in crack houses. I've had to be homeless. I, I, I were times when my family didn't even want me around. I was so bad. Okay. I've, uh, you know, I've had, uh, I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've been ran over by a minivan twice. Um, I've, uh, Same time? like four yeah. in the back or two different, occurrences? Uh, it's just different, two different times. <laughs> um, I've, uh, I've had, a um, I was, I had, uh, a gentleman had his head blown off right in front of my face before in a crack house before, you know? So I've seen a lot of shit. Okay. Um, I don't regret any of it. Because it's truly made me to the, into the man I am today. It's made I'm stronger for it. You know, um, I have a lot of stuff going on that I've had. You know, and I'll, and I'm going to get into this right now because uh, I feel that people need to understand a little bit about me, and I want people to understand a little bit about me. Um, you know, when I was nine years old, I was sent away from home. First of all, I'm adopted. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico. Uh, I was adopted at about five months old. Uh, my father's side is Italian and my mother's side is Irish. And um, I pretty much lived in Lancaster, Depew my whole life. Um, but I was sent away at nine years old. And my mother and my father were in the middle of a divorce, a nasty divorce. And um, they felt the need to send me away because they didn't want me to deal with their situation, right? They felt it was best out of the picture. But what they didn't realize is when they sent me there, it was an all boys boarding school. And I, I, I'm in, I had a lawsuit, so I can't really say the name of the school. Okay, that was one of the things that they, they paid me, so I can't really say the name. Um, but I was physically and sexually abused from the age of nine, nine years old to 12 and a half years old. Okay, um, so I do have some mental health, like PTSD and stuff like that. I do, uh, you know, I do have, I have vivid dreams at night sometimes of my um, perpetrator, you know. Um, so that's why, but I do go to, I do go to counseling for it. I do go to therapy. I, I, um, I go to best self. Um, 
I took myself there because I know that there's things I need to work on emotionally and I need to learn and how to have the tools because I don't have the tools. I, I never had them. I have them now. Um, the tools to not act on my emotions and to use what they say is the wise mind and to think before I act. I, like I said, I've never done that before in the past. Always just acted and, uh, and it's gotten me in a lot of trouble. You know, like I said, I've been to prison before. You know, I've been in and out of halfway houses. I've been in and out of a lot of places. Um, but now I feel that I've truly, all that, all that crap, all that muck, all that shit that I've had to go through has brought me to where I am today. And you know something? I, one thing I do realize is that I'm here for a reason because I shouldn't be. I've been near death probably seven times. Okay. And um, there's a reason why I'm still, why I'm still here. And there's a reason why my higher power, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, is, is just guiding me, I believe. He's guided me to Western New York MMA. He's guided me to take over. And now I fully believe that I'm in the right place at Buma. He guided me there. Um, I believe I'm in the right place with um, better people, better professors, um, and just a better environment. In my opinion, in my opinion, okay. Let me say in my in my all of these things I'm saying in my opinion, okay. Because um, I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody upset, okay. So in my opinion, yeah, um, just a better place for me, for me, right. Um, and uh, and I'll tell you one thing: every time I walk through those doors, every time I walk into Riverworks, I feel like, you know, like yeah, I'm in the right place right now, like. Kind of like my backyard, right? Where the tournament's going to be, where the K4 fighting is always there. I kind of feel like, yeah, I'm meant to be here. Some, there's something bigger is going on, something bigger than me, right? So, yeah, that's why I'm like, like I say, I, I am on a total pursuit of self improvement, and that's all I do. Mental health counseling, my training, and that's all I'm focused on is being the best version of myself, you know. And I know it's a journey. You know, um, and I'm just going to continue. There's no quit in me. There is absolutely no quit in me. And people are going to find that out soon enough. And that's exactly why I'm here right now. I like the sound of that. Can you see the comments that pop up when they come I, through? Um, I'll read them to you real quick. So uh, Raymond uh, said, you remind me of his father. That was when you were talking about uh, beating everyone up at the gym. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amanda said, sometimes the best thing you can learn is when the the best thing you can learn is when it's time to find a new table to sit at, which you also did. Right. Uh, Ashley Hill wrote, we got to take care of our minds and mental well-being the same way we take care of our bodies. Michael T. Schultz was like in the parking lot when you're talking about uh, beating someone, like after you talk about the parking lot and you said something else and then he's like in the parking lot. And then he also said props to seeking out help with a clapping sign. And then I agreed to that, but and I posted it three times. Um, I do... I like what you're saying, man. Like, and that's like, you're learning the steps. What did you do? Did you do any training before WNY or was that the first gym you walked in? I know. I, um, I actually, I, uh, well, my, my brothers have always been very athletic and, um, I actually entered, uh, my first wrestling tournament at seven years old at Roy Hart. And, um, I won. So, um, and my brothers all went to Lancaster High School, and they threw me. Coach Beck, I believe, was the wrestling coach way back when. Now, you're going back a long time now. 
But yeah, no, my brothers had me in the uh, in the wrestling room, in the training room, at um, with all his, you know, the guys from the team. And you know, I was young, and I was always surrounded by big athletic guys, and um, I was always kind of fascinated by it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, one day, you know, that's gonna be me. And and uh, yeah, that was it. And my brother uh, Johnny was uh, also had a scholarship to wrestle for Arizona State University back in the day. I went out to Phoenix, Arizona, lived with him. I used to train with him and the, and the, and the guys as well. So and I played football pretty much my whole life. And so I've always been kind of athletic and, you know, into competition kind of like my whole life. So, yeah, this, this is kind of like nothing new to me. Um, it's a little different, but it's really nothing new to me. You know, I was just kind of like you finally got your shit together and you come to the gym and then, like, now you're dealing with these problems that you're not equipped to deal with and you're getting more and more equipped to deal with them. That's That's kind of like – trying to, to like paint a picture, you know? And, 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 and one thing I can say is also, you know, listen, I'm a street kid, even though my family has money, my, you know, my, my family owns a big development company, a real estate company, but I was kind of never really a part of that. Like I said, I was sent away at a young age. So, um, you know, my sisters, my brothers are all always flying hair to their private, private jets, uh, you know, giant big mansions and yachts and stuff like that. And that's not me. I'm a very simple person. As long as my bills are paid, I have a roof over my head and food to eat, I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm kind of happy about that because money doesn't control me. You know what I mean? Money's not everything. Money comes, money goes. It actually goes quick, quicker than it comes. So, you know, but... Uh, you don't got to yeah. say that too many times. I think we all feel that, dog. But, uh, but, you know, hey, listen, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm you know, they're, they are suburb people, my family, but I'm a street kid. I was born, I'm raised by the streets. Nobody really raised me. Like I said, I was sent away from home. And when I was sent away from home, the only time I ever came back was for summer vacation. Okay. And when I was sent away from home at nine years old, it's like, I kind of felt, you know, hey, listen, I'm adopted. You brought me in, right? So I was abandoned one time when I was adopted. And then you sent me away. Um, it's like the, you abandoned me twice, right? So I'm here, I'm at this boarding school and I'm like, homesick and when i tell you that i had to fight every single day because i mean there was kids at this boarding school from other countries from this country and different nationalities but they always try to take something from you they always try to do this to you i was so when i tell you that i had to fight literally every day i had to fight every day and on the streets i listen i've been in at least over 100 street fights easily easily um so yeah that's really kind of I, I grew up fighting, you know, and that's why I know right now in the pursuit of my, of my goals here, training, um, I know I'm built for this. I know I'm built for it. I, I feel like I'm built for anything because I've been pulling myself out of dark places since I was a child. Okay. Michael so T. Schultz asks, have you talked to Keith Fran about getting on the K4 card? I, uh, I, well, hey, listen, that's another reason why I feel that I'm in the right place right now at Boomer, right? Keith runs it, right? So, I mean, he sees me training in there. Every day I'm training. So, I feel I have a – listen, I don't feel I'm even close to being there yet. But I feel that I will eventually within the next year or so. Um, I need a little more training and a little more experience under my belt. And I feel like I need to train with, with, with some tough guys first, some really, really tough guys that are going to give me, give me the business before I even think about doing something like that. But no, no, no. It, the thought's definitely in my head. 
I do want to. I feel that it would be just a. I feel I need, and I use this as for my mental health too. This is big. <laughs> my training, my jujitsu, my everything, uh, my mental health. This it's the only thing that really helps me. Um, that in my counseling, um, it gives me something to focus on, and it takes allows me to step outside of myself, um, and to just focus on different things and. Uh, it's been the best thing for me. It really has. I uh, I come home. I'm exhausted. I, I don't go out. I don't do anything. Like I said, I'm 49 years old. I go train. I come home. I go to sleep. And I get like, like well, you see my Instagram. It's what? Train, eat, sleep, repeat. 716, yeah. right? So, hey, uh, I stand by it. That's why when you see my Instagram and like a lot of people put, I, a lot of people say, oh, Instagram's not real. People put this fake stuff up. People put this, blah, blah, blah. they just want to show you the good stuff. Well, I show you everything. Instagram. What, what I show you on Instagram is what I do in real life. That's the truth. They're, okay. Messed up on there too, for sure, dog. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I'm not sugarcoating anything. I make a mistake. I something bad happens. Hey, I'm not hiding it from anybody. I don't hide. I've done enough hiding in my 20s and my 30s, and enough trying to uh, take advantage of people and this and that. I don't do that anymore. I don't hide. I have no reason to hide. I'm an open book. Anybody can ask me anything. And that's why I'm glad that I have this platform right now, your platform, so I can kind of clear the air and give people a better understanding of myself because I feel that that was never there, you know? All right. So we, we left WNY. He went to take over, to be honest with you. Like, when you went to take over, I was like, man, this is probably the right gym for you. You know, Jose is like, takes care of, like, he's – I thought like so, too. Stuff and... I, thought, I thought so, too, brother. I surely did. And everything was going great. <clears throat> And so, um, is so, there anything is there anything you would like to ask me about that incident? I didn't even know that there was an incident. I know that well, you well, left it, Yep, it was a I'm gonna tell you briefly because it was really something it was very stupid. Stupid and minor. Um yeah, I thought I was in the right place. I went from there to take over by Puerto Rican family, right? All about the Puerto Ricans that take over. I'm Puerto Rican, I was born in Penuelas. Okay. And uh I thought I found the right place. I really did. Um so much as to the fact I thought it was my family, like my, 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 you know, so close with these guys and girls. I um, started doing a lot of things for them. I, I bought a brand new refrigerator because there was no refrigerator there for the team to have cold drinks and stuff like that. I um, paid money uh, last May 27th at the other tournament for the kids to compete because um, they need to contribute contributors there so the kids can compete. I gave $200 there. I paid $500 for the refrigerator. I spent, and I have, I saved some receipts so I can show people if they want to see, but I was literally spend, and nobody else would spend, I stocked up the fridge with Gatorade, body armor, protein drinks, bottled water, three, at least three, three, four times a week, and I was spending at least $100 every time. So I'd spend at least two, $300 a week for them. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, picking up at-risk youth from their homes, whether it be in, in the east side or whatever, picking them up, going out of my way, picking my teammates up, taking them to practice, after practice, taking them home, making sure the kids didn't get, uh, making sure that they got home safe because it was dark out and they maybe had to wait for the bus for 40 minutes and they had to go all the way to the east side. Well, say, yeah, let me take you. I felt that I was being of service to others, which is what I feel that my Lord and Savior calls me to do. Okay. 
So I put my all into them, put my all into them, donated workout equipment, dumbbells, hex bar deadlifts, just like, I mean, you know, so, uh, and so let me get into the incident. This is what happened. First of all, I have to say that Takeover is kind of like a family cultural center. So there's kids around there all the time, not just the kids that do the jujitsu class, but there's kids like, because they have a uh, Jose's wife, Beatrice runs, uh, it's like El Bate and they do the, they do the, the dancing and the other stuff at the Puerto Rican day parade and they do all that stuff. So the gym, the jujitsu gym is right behind the, where they have the rehearsals for dancing and the drumming and all that stuff. So there's constant kids all around all the time, young kids. And um, they're really not supervised well at all. Um, and you can ask a lot of people about this that, that have trained there and have seen it. I talked to some people about this last night at Buma. Um, and they said, yeah, oh, no, you're right, Carlos. I, I've been there when the kids are running across the mats and they're running around, horsing around. You know, I'm talking about four, five, six, seven-year-old little kids, unsupervised, running around, running across the mats during the shark tank when we're 200-pound men are rolling around, okay? Running around in this little, by this little classroom because Coach Jose used to teach summer school because he was an educator and a teacher before he became – a uh, jujitsu coach, and uh, you know, just running around, horse horse playing, roughhousing, running back towards the weight the weight equipment, the weight room. You know what I mean? And takeover, to be honest with you, is not a very clean gym. Okay, there's stuff all over the place where you can get hurt on if you don't pay attention. And they allow these kids to run around unsupervised all the time. I have messages on my phone that I could really, that I could bring up that because I brought it up as an issue and they did say, yes, the supervision of, of the children is something that we need to address a little better. So, and the whole incident of why I left takeover was about that. Um, the one night during the sparring session of our practice, we're doing the shark tank submission or position. Five, six kids running around unsupervised, running by the weight equipment, trying to take this ball little soccer ball and throw it up towards the fan, trying to hit the fan that's going like this, you know, and I'm looking around. I have my, I have, I'm in half guard. I have my training partner underneath me. And I said, hold on a second. And he said, what's the matter? I said, hold on, these kids are running around. And I looked around, everybody's in their thing. Everybody's trying to choke each other. Everybody's trying to submit each other. Nobody's paying attention to the kids. And I see him. So uh, let me just say this. I would never ever yell at a child or a kid out of anger or maliciousness. The only reason I would yell at a child or a kid is if I, or raise my voice, is if I felt I needed to get their attention immediately because I felt they were either going to get hurt or they were doing something wrong, which is exactly what I did. And my exact words were, stop running. There's too much stuff for you to get hurt on around here. And I yelled because the music was going while we were rolling. And they're in the front room. They're beating the drum. You could barely hear anything, right? So, I, so that's the only reason I felt that you know that was that was going to work to get. And they did. They stopped running immediately, and they stopped doing what they were doing. And then they went to the back and they went and they sat down. Not more than five seconds later, uh, Coach Jose's wife comes out and starts yelling, "What the hell are you doing? You're interrupting our rehearsal. You're doing this. You're doing that." And, and then she goes back and slams the door. And I'm like, and I looked, and I'm like, the woman didn't even take the time out to understand what I was yelling for. 
I mean, you're in there with rehearsal, but shouldn't you or the parents that are in that room, shouldn't they be attention? Should they be paying attention to the kids that were just, you know, <laughs> just running around unsupervised? And then what happens if I didn't yell, uh, Professor Jeff? What happens if I didn't yell and somebody did get hurt? What happens if I didn't yell, didn't pay attention, and I just let it go by the wayside? And you know, one of the kids did a flop on a dumbbell or something like that, or one of the kids actually got, you know what I mean? Well, then they're well, then they're going to be liable. Coach Jose and his wife are going to be liable. So if you ask me, I'm doing them a solid. I'm I'm doing your job. You're supposed to be supervising these kids, but now you're mad at me for yelling the kids. So after that, after she yelled, I said, you know something? I didn't feel it anymore. I got up off my partner. I said, listen, I'm leaving. I gotta go. I said, I'm leaving. Um, so I went and got in my car, and then the next day I got a me message on Messenger about me reprimanding how, how dare I yell from, from Coach Jose's wife. How dare I yell at the kids? I'm not allowed to address the kids in any way, shape, or form if I'm if I'm allowed back. Uh, you're not allowed to reprimand the kids. And I sent her a message back. I said, um, and because I wanted to sit down and talk about it because it was a misunderstanding. No, I'm not sitting down with you at this time. I'm not going to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. I, personally, after this incident, I would not have you back as a client. But if Coach Jose wants you back as a client, so be it. If you come back as a client, you are not to address the children, you're not to talk to the kids, you're not to do this, and that hurt me. It honestly hurt me because I'm all about the children. I was an abused child, an abused kid. I laid down my life for a child or a kid, okay? And for you to think that I would do that like out of agitation or out of anger, it hurt me. And for that, it's such a small minor incident because I'm trying to look out for the children that you did not take the time out to understand that's why you make me leave. That's why you kick me out of the gym for that. Nothing that I did, like, I mean, it was such a, I mean, listen, I, I'm going to, after this is over, I'm going to message you the messages so you get a better understanding of it. But everything I'm telling you right now is 100% the truth. And it was such a minor incident that I just didn't understand it. You know, I'm looking out, I'm doing your job trying to look out for these kids. And what happens if I didn't yell and somebody gets hurt? You know, and that was really, and that was it. There was nothing else. That was the reason why I left TakeOver. And uh, I waited for one or two days, got another message. Oh, I'm not allowed back. So then I said, you know something? I'm not going to stop my training. I've already missed two days of training. What am I doing? I went right over and I um, talked to Professor Josh. And that's where I am right now. Okay, I got I got a couple of questions because I can't just leave it like at this. Um, sure. I got like, I got to be devil's advocate. I definitely have to cool. stick up for. Uh, I don't really know Jose that well, but I know Matt Flores, and uh, I love. Oh, they're great. They're, they're great guys. Don't get me wrong, <clears throat> Matt. I've known Matt for a while. I've actually known Matt when I was when he was trained when he was doing because because you, you were there too at yeah. Western New York MMA. Uh, mm -hmm. You know when he was doing the kids classes over at uh, Western New York MMA. That's how I met Matt. Okay, Matt's a great guy. And uh, Coach Jose is a great guy too, but I just feel that he let his wife dictate what happened there, and he didn't really stick up for me as well as I think he should have, and they didn't really take the time to understand, so they think that they felt that, eh, let's just not deal with the situation, let it just go by the way, you know. But I felt that we should, I felt that there, you know, we should have 
spoke and talked about it, really. You know what I mean? To communi- huh? It's all about communication. I mean, people think the same thing that happened with my wife. You know, it's communication. You don't communicate. When you don't communicate, a lot of things, a lot of bad things happen. It, it, ruins, a lot of, uh, it ruins a lot of relationships when you don't communicate. And that's what happened there. So. I'm going to say this, the same thing I said last time. You're like a very loud, excitable, big person. So when you yell, like, I, th- I think you don't realize what you project when you yell. Like, people are, are going to be scary, especially like little kids. And, like, I understand what uh, Jose's wife's thinking. Um, she's like, man, who's this guy? Why is he yelling so loud at these kids? Like, was he going to kill him? Like, I understand her point. And then I think you need to recognize that um, if you have a problem with, like, an, an owner's wife or something, they're, they're always going to support their wife. You know, like, oh, that's their, that's their job. 110%. And that's why I know that's another one of the reasons why I wasn't allowed back. But you, one thing you have to understand is all my training partners that were there at that time and the training partners that did send me a message uh, from my former team at TakeOver, they knew what happened. And they told me, they said, that's bullshit. They said, it's bullshit that they're not even taking the time to understand that you were doing their job for them when they should have been supervising the kids. You know, I mean, letting, letting little kids run around in an environment like that, in an MMA gym, unsupervised, uh, you know, I, I really don't think I have to say any more than that, okay? Sectorstamoda, I'm sorry, I'm killing her name, uh, says, sorry, but TakeOver is a very clean gym and the kids are very supervised. I'm not sure exactly who that was. I didn't want to put it down until I read it because um, – That's fine. I- That's fine. If, if she wants, I could send her I could send her the messages from uh, Jose – and for Beatrice that are, that actually say that, yeah, we realize the supervision is not what it is and we need to do a better job because they so, sent me that message. So uh, if she, uh, if she wants to hit me up after this and I'll send her the message. I, I understand. Um, I understand your point, but I want to, um, I definitely don't want to throw any, uh, any business underneath oh, anyone. Under I get us. it. I get it. Uh, Ashley Hill says it's not your job to do. Unfortunately, even if you feel like you're doing the right thing. And, um, I, I agree with I agree with that a little bit, but like no one no kid should be on the match. Be like, yo, you gotta get off. Like you can, you can do it, but it should be done with discretion. And like yelling at kids is like a, a yeah. tough thing to deal with. I understand, but there was, but you know, to 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 um, but think about it like me, like like me, like I was an abused child, and I understand. I'm 49 years old. I'm the oldest one in that gym. I am the oldest one in that gym. Okay. Nobody in that gym is older than me. Okay. So, um, yeah, you have to understand that. I mean, this is the thing that I'm trying to reiterate into people's heads is like, what if I just, I'm not the type of guy to just see kids want to see kids get hurt. I'm not going to turn a blind eye to that. I don't because I've had people turn a blind eye to me. Okay when I felt that maybe, you know, I deserve a little attention and like, where were you when I got hurt? Where were you when this happened to me? Right. So, you know, not that I felt that it was my job, but it was in the moment. And I felt by observing the children that something bad was going to happen. And I did not want that. That's why I said, stop running. There's too much stuff for you to get hurt on, which there is. And they stopped running. That should have been the end of it. In my opinion, it shouldn't even went as far as to me, somebody yelling at me and then them sending me messages and then them kicking me out of the gym for that. 
Okay, in my opinion, and I've had 10 or 15 other of my teammates tell me that. Tell me that was bullshit. They didn't want to take the time. And they also told me, they said, hey, listen, like you said about Coach Jose's wife, it's his wife. He's going to take her side and support her even if she's wrong or right. Okay? And like I said, it is what it is. I'm past it. I'm at a different gym. And water under the bridge. I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm doing me. I'm focused on myself. So they can continue to focus on me if they want to. Like they like they've been doing. Like I've had people call Professor Josh up right now, um, telling him not to train me, not to take me on as. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to get into this in one second. I just want to right. say one one more thing about takeover. Um, obviously, your views don't reflect uh, K Man's Corner. I've never been to takeover yet, and I plan to go over there someday. And um, oh man, you, you said revenge is coming on a post. He did say that, but. You don't understand, like, when he says stuff like that, he means he's going to smash the people that are competing against him. Like, I, I understand, like, what you're saying on, on that point. Um, <laughs> well, what did it say? What, what was that comment say? You said revenge was coming on a – I said revenge was coming? Yes. I never said revenge was coming. Those those are not my words. So please don't put words in my mouth. Yeah. I agree with Jeff, though. You have to be self-aware how you come off. Ultimately, they have to protect the kids. And as a woman, I can see why she perceives as aggressive, especially after hearing the other stories. Yeah, I um, I, I kind of agree with Ashley. I think um, I think you're a very rough guy, man. Not like in a bad way. Like you're just you grew up rough and you used to like rough things. And uh, may I may I, may I, uh, yeah, you're good. That's been a problem. Um, kind of my whole life is even when I, I take off, like, I'm kind, of a, I'm kind of a big muscular guy. You know what I mean? I still have, like, 15, 20 pounds I got to take off. Whatever, I'm not in the best shape. But I'm a big muscular guy. I'm strong. I get it. And, and that's Like, you've got like, But, but sure. listen, but, but, but what I'm trying to get at, though, caveman, is um, there's, there's always assumptions. And even without me saying a word, people just get an idea just by looking at me. And they get like, oh, this guy's this way, this guy's that way. But they never take the time to really so, have a conversation or talk to me, you know? I'm, I'm going to cut you off here, too. And um, the people that are making assumptions about you um, seem to be mostly women and, and children, right? Like people that are going to not be able to defend themselves from you. And women and children and smaller people live by making assumptions so they don't get smashed, like – um, no, kids. I've had. A, I had. A, I have a great relation. I had a great relationship with the, with the children. That they always come over and talk to me. Always, always. I always went out of my way to talk to the kids, and they always came up to me. Carlos, da da da. Can we get this? And I said, Yeah, go get something out of the fridge. Let's go. I'll get you something out of the fridge. Always had a great relationship with the kids. I would never, would never like. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I. I just, I mean, this, it, it just, it just baffles me that somebody would think that I would be malicious and mean towards a child. It really so, does. Because I'm not that guy. It would never happen. And it didn't happen. I and wanna, when I yelled, it was out of concern and safety for the children. And that's it. No, I, I understand your, what you're saying about this situation. I'm, what I'm trying to get you to see is like the, the bigger picture. Like if you frame out and you're not even putting yourself, taking yourself out of the situation, say this is like a, Someone that's not you, right? So I'm right now I'm trying to take the spotlight off of you and shine on the situation. So say this is not you. Say this is 
uh, I don't know, who's the biggest, um, friendliest savage that you can think of? Who's the biggest friendly savage I can think of? Yeah, like a, like a uh, famous one. Uh, oh, a famous one? I don't really. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe the guy from Green Mile, right? Okay. So the guy from Green Mile, he's like this. He's like this happy guy. Like he heals rats or or whatever. Right. He, I've never seen Green Mile, so excuse me. Uh, but um, let's just say like he yelled at someone. He's a big guy. Parents are gonna be concerned. Like ladies are gonna be concerned. Same thing with the Ayana thing. Like. These are like Ayana can fight like she's a savage, but she's like 150 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, right. But 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 to follow me, like going back to the Ayana situation, when I walk out so, the door and say, yeah. when I walk in, just in passing. Let okay. me. Let, I'm sorry. Let me uh, take Ayana. So, like, so I just want to go back to, to to the situation. Like, people survive by making assumptions. So I want you to. Not always assume that they're they're thinking that you're you're the bad guy. Like it feels like it. Like that's that's what you perceive because you're in a situation. You're the one that's being perceived as a bad guy, right? It's gonna happen because you're big, you're loud, and you're an aggressive guy, right? Like I just want you to understand that. That's when I need to be. Situation. When I when I not all the time. When I need to be. Let me correct you there. Right. No. 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 But like you are when you're training, and all these situations are when you're training, right? This is not you and re your regular life. This is you in the gym training where all these situations are happening, where you're already amped up, right? This is not like you hanging out at home or you like you're in a store. You're not yelling at people in the store. Correct. But Correct. these situations are all help, all happening when you're amped up, man. Like, and you, you're probably a guy that when you're amped up, you're amped up. Like there's nothing, you should be amped up in the gym. There's nothing wrong with being amped up in that situation. But all these situations are happening to you when you're amped up and you keep saying like, oh, I should have been better there. Like, I recognize that it's a pattern of you being amped up. It's not necessarily that you're even a bad person, but you need to recognize that in the situations because it's going to haunt you every gym you go to. I'm just trying to, like, I'm, I'm trying to help you too because I see what you're going through, man. And, like, I, I like to see the redemption stories. I'm just like Josh. And I know you're at Boomer now, and I know if, if anyone can help you, it's going to be Josh. He's going to have these same conversations with you too. I'm not trying to... Like, I'm trying to, like, work through this. Uh, I know we're, we don't even know each other. We wouldn't even be talking if we weren't on social media right now. And I know this is, like, live all over the world. But I'm, like, trying to talk to you man to man and just help you with these things. I'm not trying to um, defend things. But also oh, – I, oh, I, I understand. Absolutely. Also, as, a, like, the owner of this platform, I want to make sure that I'm not throwing other gyms under the bus because I have a gym myself, and then it makes me look bad too. So, like – uh, there's people that are like defending takeover in the comments, and I would not. I'm not oh, saying takeover is a bad person too. I'm not saying takeover is a bad gym. I never said that, so I don't care. I don't understand why people would say that I said that and put words in my mouth. I never said takeover was a bad gym. Because if I you're said, if you're saying I said, I, what I said was what I said was it wasn't a clean gym. Right. Okay. And if they walked in there right now, I guarantee they're going to see it's not a clean gym. But okay? if you got. Um, uh, but, yeah, but, 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 and I'm not saying Western New York MMA is a bad gym either. It's a good gym. Okay. I'm not, so I, I hope people aren't like trying to put words in my mouth because I'm not saying that they're bad gyms. I'm just saying I've had bad experiences and situations at the gym. That's all. I'm not saying they're bad gyms. Please go train at Western New York MMA. It's good for you. Please go train at Takeover Jiu Jitsu if you want to. Please, because 
martial arts will change your life. Jiu-jitsu and all that, doing all this stuff will change your life, and it's great for your mental health. So please go train there if you wish. I'm not saying that they're bad places. Uh, I'm just saying they weren't for me. That's all I'm saying. Please go train there if you wish. Just go do it. I Ed mean, Rogers, uh, Ed Rogers, he's one of the sponsors of the show. As uh, if this doesn't happen to you, would you? If this didn't happen to you, would you still be there? If part, wait, if, if you didn't have the situation at WNY, would you still be there? If you didn't have the absolutely. situation takeover, would you still be there? Absolutely, absolutely, I would be there. If they allowed me to come back, I would be there without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind, I would still be there. Um, but unfortunately, it is what it is, and I wouldn't feel the same going back there. Um, you know what I mean? Just for my own peace of mind and my well-being and for me, you know, um, yeah. But, yeah, if, if those incidents didn't happen, I would definitely go back there. Yeah. I work in human services. I'm coming from a place of concern. I just want to see people succeed, but we have to realize how things can be perceived and better ourselves from these experiences that we have. That's from Ashley Hill. So she's like agreeing with what I was telling you too about you being perceived as uh, aggressive. But like being perceived doesn't mean you are. Like it's just like, dude, look at you. You're like, I would be scared. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff, you're not scared of anybody. Listen, you know, so <laughs> and, and, and one thing I do realize is also is um, being through all that, those traumatic experiences as a child. Some of the stuff is, a, and, and you know, and even my counselors, you know, it's a defense mechanism sometimes. You know what I mean? It really is. I've had to, I'd, I, I had to, um, you know, and even in the streets and stuff like that, I've had to be that guy. I've had to. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to let anybody run over me. I'm not one to let anybody talk shit about me behind my back. I'm not one to let anybody try to get over on me. And that's the way I've always been in the past. I show, I'm a guy that if you talk shit, I'm going to show up at your front door. Okay? Just know that about me. I want people to understand that. Um, and uh, But that's who I was. Okay? Um, I'm getting better. I'm learning to, um, you know, not take things so seriously. You know, because I'm a very serious man. You know? Um, but one thing I do understand is uh, there's a lot of Chirp, 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 chirpers out there. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, let them keep chirping. Let them keep chirping all they want to because I'm going to keep on grinding. I'm going to keep on getting better. And just, you know, let them sit back and watch. Enjoy the show is all I got to say. I like it. Um, so that brings us to where we are now. You're at Booma. Uh, people are telling Josh not to train you. Uh, what, what has the discussion been like between you and Josh? I respect Josh um, as much yeah, as anyone else. I, I've, had, I've, I've had multiple conversations with uh, Professor Josh. And um, he's telling me I've, I've actually sit, uh, had a talk. He said he really, we, we've spoken a few times, but he really wants to delve into the situations deeper. He told me to wait till after Saturday, after the tournament. Um, um, and uh, he said, he said, Carlos, just he goes, one thing I just want you to understand is you're here now and we're not at war with takeover and we're not at war with Western New York. I, mean, I said, I know that professor. I said, I'm not either. I said, that's why I don't understand why these, why, why they're, why they're calling you and trying to throw a monkey wrench in my life 
trying to stop my progress. Um, you know, I feel that's kind of a shitty thing to do. I'm not in your gym. I'm not training there. I'm someplace else. Why would you call, start chirping in Josh's ear, tell him that, yo, I'm violent, don't train me, blah, 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 blah. It kind of doesn't really make any sense to me, but I guess I'm still running space in their head. I guess, you know, um, for me, I guess it, it, it's kind of like, you know, you know, when I was there, you kind of should have really paid a little more attention to me when I was there. Because like I always told you, I'm inevitable. I'm coming. No matter how long it takes me, I'm coming. Okay? Um, I will not stop. I work hard. There is no quit in me. So no matter what anybody says or what anybody does, it doesn't really matter. Because I'm going to keep on moving forward. And if you're in my way, well, you know, all I can say is just get prepared to get run over, you know, when we're in the, when we're, you know, when we're on the mats or when we're, whether we're in the cage at some point, cause I'm going to be there at some point, you know, uh, you're going to get run over because um, I take this very, I take this training very seriously. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm not doing this shit for nothing. Okay. Um, I'm doing it to better myself mentally, spiritually, and physically, but I'm also doing it because I know I can. And I know if I continue to put the hard work in and continue to um, stay on the path, stay on the journey, that I can be great. I know I can, you know, I'm just, I just need a little help along the way, you know, and that's why um, I, I look up to people like Josh and people like you, um, you know, because you've been there, you know, and I, I, I absolutely look forward to hopefully rolling with you one day and getting on the mats and maybe cross training and coming over to your gym if you allow me. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here to stay. Like I said, I'm inevitable. You know, people are going to start seeing a lot of me, a lot more of me. Well, we see a lot of you on social media, so we'll be happy to see you on the mat. So we can't wait to see you at the tournament. Um, I think boom is probably the right place for you. There's no one more forgiving than Josh and, Man, Keith will keep you on the right see, but path. The thing here, you see, but see, but that right there, when you say there's no, there's, there's nobody more forgiving than Josh, but there's nothing that he needs to forgive me for, right? I haven't done anything. Like, what am I doing? Like, like, and like I told him, I've had this conversation. I said, please don't listen to to these people that are calling you and telling you these bad things about me. I said, I've been training here for a while now, and what have you seen? And what have you seen about with my interactions uh, with, with 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 the other team members here? And he said, yeah, Carlos, you're right. He goes, I'm not blind to those truths either. I see you. You know, it's right in front of your face. I'm not, and like I said, uh, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, um, I'm not a bad guy, you know? And uh, to have people um, think that I'm just like that all, all, you know, all the time or to think that people can't change, um, and better themselves is kind of crazy to me because that what that's what this life is all about, right? Life is to me is in my opinion is one big lesson. You learn and you get better. If you don't, you stay stuck and stagnant. Okay? And I'm all about the pursuit of uh self-improvement and becoming the best version of myself. I don't know why I gotta keep on telling these people this, but um, you know, they're gonna see it one day, and people can talk all the shit they want and make all the comments that they want, okay? Um, 
And that's fine with me. Um, it makes no difference what anybody says. So um, but it makes no difference what anybody says to me. I don't care about the comments. And, uh, you know, that's it. Because you want to know something? Um, I see the comment right here. Uh, oh, the last about, one? I go back. Yeah, about the, well, listen, and let me tell the lady something. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Janice Gonzalez Rodriguez, a dirty gym. He should be ashamed for saying that. I'm, listen, I used to clean the mats. I volunteered my time to clean the mats, to clean up the gym, to sweep the gym. I used to do it all the time. I could show her post too and send her post uh, about how Coach Jose said, uh, um, like on the team chat, on Facebook, on the team chat, team takeover chat, somebody asked, oh, how'd the gym get clean today? And Coach Jose was like, oh, thanks to Carlos Cipolla. Thanks to Carlos. Thank Carlos. Because I used to go in there and clean. Clean. These people, people that are making these comments have no idea. They stay in one spot in the gym. Maybe they just walk in and sit on the bench over there. But they're not going around the whole place like I did. Like I used to clean, volunteer my time to clean. Because like I said, it was my family. So I put myself and I pride myself on being of service to others. Okay. So these people could say whatever they want. I should be ashamed of myself and this and that. Listen, I'm not saying it was a, they're a bad gym. I'm just saying not a clean gym because I used to go in there and clean. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What What is there to be ashamed of about saying it's not a clean gym? It's not. I used to clean the gym. I know how dirty it is. <laughs> Take my word for it. I know. Okay? So and that, 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 that's enough on that subject either because these people are just with their comments or, you know, whatever. So, but I know, I know firsthand people that are saying and making these comments don't know firsthand like I do. I was there for a long time training. So moving on. I'm going to say you should just let this, the comments slide because – um. Okay. Like, like I, I said, get it. moving on. Talk, talk shit all the time. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot I of chirpers know. out there. A lot of a lot of chirpers that like to talk. They're all about the talk and no action. So let them keep chirping and let them keep watching. <clears throat> I just let them keep chirping, man. Like Josh, will, um, Josh got that growth mindset, man. He'll. He'll help you out. He can. Uh... Yeah, he's uh, he. Uh, I've had a few conversations with him, and um, he is very, a very level-headed gentleman, and he's very wise, and that's why, when I get around people like that, I pay attention more, you know, um, and it's like. Um, just like with coach, just like with coach Jose at takeover, I pay attention to him and I listen to him. He's a very smart individual and he works, with, he's worked with a lot of people and he has a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge. These are some guys that I can like coach Jose over at takeover. I consider to be one of my mentors, the way he was guiding me and training me and telling me the things I, I should do and I shouldn't do always gave me advice. Like when I divorced from my wife. Everybody at that gym knew about it because I opened up and told everybody. That's how secure I felt in that environment. Like, these are my team members. There's camaraderie here. And then when I told my story to everybody, um, my team members walked up to me and said, hey, listen, even a couple guys, hey, I know how it is, Carlos. I'm just getting divorced from my wife now. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Just so many people could, we could just relate to each other. And it was a bit, it was a great relationship. And, um, 
I, uh, I, I, I do feel kind of bad that the situation happened like that. I mean, you know, when I tell you I cried after I, after I left that gym for three days straight, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I cried for three days straight because I've lost enough good things in my life and I don't want to lose any more. You know what I mean? And I felt that it was such a misunderstanding to, you know, and to let it just go like that. It was kind of hurt me, but, one thing I do also understand is that my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, does things for a reason. And he puts me in the right place where I need to be. You know, like I said, if, you know, just be happy eating alone until you find the right table to eat at with the others. You know what I mean? And um, I, um, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm very sad that it happened, but I also understand everything happened for a reason. And I am where I am now, and I'm like I'm going to continue moving forward. You know, I'm going to continue moving forward, and that's all there is to it. There's, there's, there's no other way around it. Just, I just have to continue moving forward, and that's it. No matter what happened in the past or whatever, and I can't see the future. You know, but um, uh, that's where I'm at right now, and uh, I'm just ready to keep on training, ready to keep on getting better, and uh, just ready to prove a lot of people wrong. If you can right. understand. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for your time. Uh, I wanted you to be able to get your message out. I saw you going to a place that I truly love. Uh, I love Buma. And, um, yeah, absolutely. You were, you were there, you were there, uh, you were there, uh, Wednesday. Uh, with, yeah. 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 With the last, last week with the, with, with the kids, it was great to see. Yes. Yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. Um, so like, man, uh, I hope you have the best of luck over there and, um, I appreciate you coming on. I wanted you, everyone to see, wanted you to be able to, to show yourself, you know, like and yeah. you, I think yeah. you represented yourself the way that, that you are. And, you know, people are going to take it from, from it, what it is, but you need to just keep moving forward and like, just try and stay calm man, and keep going forward. Prove them wrong yeah. on the mat. Stay the anger yeah. for the mat. Yeah. That's uh well, it's yeah. And, that, and that's, that's exactly, you're exactly right. Um, and, uh, that's it. Like these people, like, you know, past stuff, like I, you know, I'm glad and thank you so much that I get to come on here and kind of get, give people a better idea of myself because I'm, I'm, I'm not a mean malicious person. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, that's not me. I just, you know, um, I'm a very nice guy. I'm kind hearted. Um, I believe I'm, I'm my Lord and Savior Jesus put me here to be of service to others. And I put myself out there. I really do. Um, sometimes when I put myself out there, um, people get different ideas about me and this and that. But that's okay. They're not me. They don't have to live my life. So they can say whatever they want to. Um, and if they don't fully understand or if they don't take the time to fully understand, well, hey, that's on them. Because maybe – because, you know, I, I, I've come to understand that people just don't want – sometimes people just don't want to understand. They can, they'll, yeah. they'll just say, say what they want to say and then move on, and they don't want to take the time to understand. But – that's not the type of people I want to be around. I want to be around the type of people that want to understand you. I want to be around the type of people that can understand you and help you, you know, and help me, you know? And um, that's where I'm at. I, I put myself out there. I allow myself to be vulnerable. Um, and yeah, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not Jesus Christ. I make mistakes. I make mistakes. I make them every day. I'll, I fall short of God's grace every day. But I'm on my knees praying every day as well, okay, and asking to guide me 
to be a better man, the best man I could possibly be, um, to not allow some of the incidences that, that have happened, happen again, you know? And that's who I am. That's where I'm at. I just want people to get an understanding. Hey, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm just like you. Not you, Jeff, but all, everybody else watching out here, I just want to say to everybody, give you a message. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. So whatever you want to think about me is what you want to think about me. That's fine. I love everybody. I do. I love everybody because my Lord and Savior, um, that's what he calls me to do. So if, if I have an incident with somebody, I try to reach out. I try to make it right. Some people don't want that. Some people, oh, this happened. Eh, let me not deal with you. But, you know, I always try to reach out and I always try to um, to uh, to better the situation and to, you know, touch base. But there's just some people that just don't want to hear it. So, you know, it is what it is. So, um, you know, that's it. That's where I'm at. Just on a pursuit of just getting better, you know, right. becoming well, the best of myself. I'll see you Saturday, man. Let's uh, let's get after it. And uh, I'm going to do my closeout. And thank you for coming on the show. Thank okay. you for representing who you are. I appreciate you. God bless you, brother. Have a good night, okay? All right. You thank too. you, bro. Good night. Good night. All right, that was Carlos Sapola, everybody. Um, unfortunately, every time I have to clean up. Keep... So, what he's doing is like a defensive tactic. So, he doesn't, um, he has a lot of hurt from getting pushed out of, of the gym, man. And, like, I, I understand the hurt that he has. Uh, I, Every gym is dirty. Every gym needs to be cleaned. I don't. I don't want to really get into that. I'm sure takeover is uh, appropriately cleaned for a gym environment. Um, and he, he volunteered to help clean a gym. That's what gyms all need to be cleaned. Like it, it is 100. Um, this man has definitely suffered some pain, and um, I, I hope that martial arts can can help him heal. Like I, I've been to a lot of gyms and I've tried to help a lot of people. And um, I, I really believe that everyone can be helped. And uh, I, I think you just need to be in the right place, around the right people, have good examples set for you. And I think all things can be healed. And um, to me, it sounds like he really is making a huge effort to try and be a better person. And um, he hasn't really had the best examples. For anyone that hasn't been around a lot of good people, man, it, it's tough to... It's tough to be socially acceptable when you never had to be socially acceptable before. And um, I wouldn't want to be judged by my worst days. And I'm, I'm sure everyone that listens wouldn't want to be judged by their worst days. Uh, I know I've done some terrible, horrible things. And I'm sure every single person that's ever watched or does martial arts, they've all done horrible things too. That's that's why they train. And um, I think if any place can help... Uh, Carlos get better and be successful and have a place to call home. I think it'll be Buma. I, uh, their open atmosphere and Josh's growth mindset and Keith's discipline and Larry's smashing pressure. Like it is a good place. It's a good place for, uh, for Carlos, I think. And uh, I really thought takeover was a place for him too. And I, I wish Carlos the best going forward. And uh, there's a lot. Everyone's been messaging me about Carlos. So I, I wanted to do this. I wanted Carlos to speak in his own words. 
and uh he's a, he's a fiery guy so it was hard for me to to sell this while he was on there but i uh I, I wish him the best man i hope everyone does better and um it's easy to 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 cast stones and being like ah oh, blah 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 like because when you leave a gym like you're defensive of the gym and he's defensive of everything that happened and it's easy to to cast stones so um i've left gyms and i know how hard it can be i've never been kicked out of a gym yet but who knows you never know it could happen to me someday too probably not my own gym but if i ever go to another gym um maybe i'll get kicked out of my own gym who knows you never know like uh, maybe i'll sell it and someone kick me out but man like life's ever changing and and hopefully we all get better and we can all work together and make the community one and um like I opened up the platform to Carlos and I, I hopefully he lives up to to the platform I gave him and everything works out at Puma because if it doesn't work out there, man, like it's not gonna work out anywhere. Puma is the real place. <laughs> That's not funny. Kirsten said I was kicked out. She just said don't come back. That's different. <laughs> um all right guys, it is really late for me too. I just um I must like I love these stories, man. I I want to see everyone get better. So uh, let's all say a prayer tonight, and uh, maybe we can uh, help one more person tonight. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Buffalo Riverworks this Saturday is open. You can't sign up for it now, anyways. But you can come and donate some money or donate some time. Saturday we will. Saturday evening we'll be breaking down uh, our first fight. We're gonna have a first fight breakdown with. Um, uh, I forgot what it is now. It's like late for me. I'm sorry, but we uh, we're gonna do the fight breakdown, and it's gonna be cool. It'll be our first fight breakdown. So listen to my insight and then laugh at it. Excuse me, he's an adult. We can't cover the sun with a finger. And he's angry management class now. He's he's getting help, right? Like he's he's admitted to flaws. So what we do is we admit to flaws, and we we still have them. Like. I, I know what you're saying, and I, I know how snappy he sounds. And, like, we're, we all get snappy. Like, for him, he's coming on to defend himself and, and spread the word that he's not a bad guy, right? And, uh, like, the comments are going to be antagonistic to him. And he has a hard time controlling his anger at times. Like, we all do. Like, we all get snappy. Like, I'm exhausted. I'm snappy right now. I feel like, uh, I don't know, felt... I felt mad right now, just like um, picking this thing up. Like, why is it on my desk? I don't know. Like, uh, I got this cans here. I didn't clean up today. Like, I'm I'm not the best. I, I feel mad at myself for not cleaning up this this office because it's a mess. But it is what it is, and um, hopefully, you can get better. So, I would um, I would say he's taking the first steps of admitting the. F- the, the faults of the anger that he's had and he's working on it. And uh, as soon as he recognizes that he's a big, scary guy, <laughs> like things will be better for him. Like uh, we don't know. We only know what we've been taught. Right. So I don't know how to phrase this the right way, but we're supposed to have all this knowledge as we're an adult, but how do we get the knowledge as an adult? We were, we were taught, right? And if you've never been taught or you've been taught poorly and incorrectly and you've been abused, 
like you don't form right and you need to be rehabilitated and you need to find your way and martial arts is a good way and i understand that he he's hurt you and he said bad things about the, the gym that you love and respect and like i know how fired up you are too i would feel the same way if someone said that about my gym so i i understand your feelings but um Hopefully we can all work over it and uh, we can talk all night and uh, I'm talking to a text, but I, I understand your feelings as well, Janice. And uh, I, I could sense the anger when he responded to you and I can see why, like, like women would have a problem with it. Like uh, he's addressing you like he would address a man that he has a problem with. He's loud and aggressive and in your face. And that's not the way normal people deal in a social situation with a woman, but like, that's what he knows. That's how he is. He's in your face. And I'm sure that can be like, you can work on that. And uh, he's still watching right now. I just cut him out so I could talk because he talks a lot, but uh, I hope everyone has a good night and uh, we can think about everything that was said today. And like, everyone can make their own judgments on what we talked about. Like, that's why I had him on. I wanted everyone to have a fair and honest assessment of Carlos. Like, that's what it was about tonight. And uh, I respect Josh enough to um, try and troubleshoot for him a little bit, like let everyone know. So now his teammates can see, like, see what kind of person he is. And then hopefully people can have loving, forgiving hearts. And, uh, like, he doesn't understand why we need to be forgiven, but, like, like, we all need to have forgiveness and gratefulness in our life. And that's what it is, man. All right. With that, Peace out. We'll be back Saturday and Sunday. We will have Raymond in the studio, I imagine. Uh, he's supposed to be, so we'll see. So Saturday night, Sunday night, we're back. Uh, Saturday, after the fight review, I'll probably do a review of the Classic as well. Thank you, guys. Have an amazing night.